This is Evolve Marriage Podcast, episode 16. Today, we're going to talk about how to model a healthy marriage for your kids. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. How are you feeling, Kate? I am feeling... I'm feeling motivated. Ooh, I love I'm it. feeling like I'm finally coming back. We had a really great conversation last night about me stepping up as the queen of the home. <laughs> For a little while, I've been kind of allowing myself to just like step back and allow things to happen around me. And uh, we had a conversation about that and how it's affecting the relationship. So I kind of feel motivated today to no I don't kind of feel motivated I feel motivated today <laughs> to you know put on my crown and and start leading this family in a positive way and I cut the lawn this morning you know took out my my big big muscles and yeah I cut the lawn and I you know because I want to make my my kingdom look nice so that was my first step in becoming a queen <laughs> you are a bad mofo queen <laughs> I like it well thank you how are you feeling um I'm feeling excited Excited to go on adventures today with uh, the family. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like summer break. We're adventuring. We're going out on the water, canoeing. We're doing all kinds of fun stuff. So It's Canada Day. Hey, yo, to hey. all the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this early to get it out for the summer. So, yeah, re really excited just about adventure and play and connection and, and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about uh, how to model a healthy marriage for your kids, right? So this mm -hmm. is really about modeling but focusing on your marriage in a way that really helps your kids grow to create one for themselves one day. Exactly. Right? Um, and I think what happens often when it comes to parenting is we focus on all kinds of other great things. We focus on our kids' academias. We're trying to create emotionally uh, regulated, healthy kids. We're focusing on, you know... Uh, where we want to bring them with their careers, you know, how can we raise them to be hardworking individuals? Um, we focus on independence. We focus on empowering them. These are all amazing things to focus on as a parent, but I think we're forgetting one of a really crucial element, and that's teaching them to be in a relationship. That's right. Yeah, to to have healthy relationships in their lives. And not only, you know, we talked a lot about differentiation and interdependency in the past, but how do we raise healthy, well-adjusted adults that can show up in a relationship in a healthy way for another person? Yeah, to be healthy husbands and wives themselves. Yeah, if that's what they choose to do. Eventually. And so we find that a lot of parents are so focused on achievement, right? It's a huge focus, which mm -hmm. I think is important, right? Definitely. So like you said, you know, careers, health, academia, being independent, all this stuff. But we also want to focus on that idea of that connection and relationships to others. And we want to foster that in a healthy way. Exactly. Yeah. And we're going to talk about three things that typically get in the way of creating this as parents. So what's the first one? So the first big thing that gets in the way of us modeling a healthy relationship for our kids is when we disrespect each other in front of the kids. Mm -hmm. Now, that can look from an extreme where we're name calling and, and you know, uh, treating each other really poorly. But it can also be just this passive aggressive, making fun, poking fun at your partner all the time, not um, 
treating them with respect. So not being on the same page with them, talking behind their backs in front with your kids saying, you know, I know dad said we couldn't watch TV, but let's watch TV. That's very disrespectful. It's not showing you on the same team. It's not showing them that it's important to respect your spouse, to respect your, your partner and that you two are equals. Yeah, that's right. And I, I think it's important to understand that this can not only happen with each other in front of the kids, right? With you and your spouse, but it can often show up in conversations you have with your kids. Exactly. Right? The way you speak about your spouse to your kids mm-hmm. is something that they're going to take away, right? You're speaking about a part of them, their father or their mother, right? right? So it's really important to understand that, you know, disrespecting each other in front of your kids or to your kids in those conversations is having a huge impact in the type of relationship they're going to create long term. Exactly. So the second uh, thing we do, the second barrier when it comes to teaching or modeling a healthy relationship for our kids is we're often hiding our physical affection and our emotional affection when it comes to, to our partner. We're not showing our kids um, how much we love our partner. Uh, This is something that is very uncomfortable for me personally. I'll often, you know, keep my physical affection for the bedroom for when my kids aren't around. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll rarely kiss Eric in front of them or when we're out in public and Eric tries to kiss me, I get really shy because I was brought up in a home where there wasn't much physical affection between my parents. That's just the way their relationship was. Um, I don't emotionally praise Eric in front of the kids. I don't tell them how much I love them, how wonderful he is. I'll tell him to his face when we do our taps or when, you know, it's a convenient moment. I'll compliment him with like simple things, but I don't really feel like I show my kids how much I love you. How much you're important to me, how much I just can't resist you, you know, where deep down inside I feel it. But in my head, for some reason, it just seems so inappropriate. (laughs) Yeah, you're making up some story in your head that this is going to mess up your kids. If you do something in a certain way that it's going to, you know, have them grow up to be a certain way, which you fear. Right. Instead of seeing it as like, hey, I could give them this gift of showing them how to love someone. I could give them this gift of showing them, you know, that telling my partner how much I love them and giving them those words to learn so they can teach so they can take it into their relationships in the future. Um, showing them that it's okay to kiss in public, that there's not this taboo beside it. Like this is all, this would be really healthy behaviors for me to start teaching them in order for them to have a healthy relationship and not grow up like me with this idea of like, oh, this is weird. My parents yeah. are kissing. This is weird. And I think, I think even further than that, right? I don't think we model for our kids how to receive that stuff in a healthy way. True. Right? Very true. How many of us grew up in homes where, you know, talking about your successes was boastful mm-hmm. and you have to be humble and you can't talk about yourself and you can't do all these things, right? So what happens is, you end up not sharing your gifts because you don't really know how to receive compliments. Yeah. Right. So when somebody says something really nice about you, you're like, Oh yeah, no, no, it's okay. Whatever. Because why? Because you've never been shown how to receive a compliment in a healthy way. Right. Right. And so I think it's really important to model 
emotional and physical affection for your kids. Absolutely. Um, the third thing that we really want to touch on, one of the things that really is a, a huge barrier for our kids growing up to create healthy relationships um, is that we don't model healthy conflict in front of our kids, nor do we model repair and resolve in front and, of our kids. Yeah, guilty. We've had some doozies in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's so important um, for us to show healthy conflict to our kids. It's important to have conflict in front of your kids if you can be respectful during that conflict. That's right. Um, it's important for your kids to understand that fighting is normal in a relationship, that we're going to have disagreements. We're not always going to agree with each other. But instead, a lot of us, what happens is we end up hiding those conflicts. So our kids never see us disagreeing. They never see us um, having arguments. And then or they do see us having arguments, but they never see that repair. They yes, never right. see that coming back together, that apology, that, um, you know, the, the resolve that comes after conflict. So they see mom and dad fighting, you know, aggression, da, 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 da. And then they don't see us coming back and loving each other. They just kind of see us the next day that we're back together again. So they think that conflict equals it'll eventually resolve itself instead of there was all these steps. Yeah. And, and I think even, you know, worse than that, what could often happen is if we don't show our kids that conflict is healthy for a marriage and the conflict happens and it's a way to grow, it leads to having kids who become adults who avoid conflict, who deem conflict as bad and who avoid it at all costs. Right. So they mm-hmm. become nice guys or nice girls and they want to please everybody. And they think that, if I don't have any conflict in my life, I'm an amazing human being and I have worth. But if I have conflict in my marriage, everything is screwed up and right. everything's broken. Yeah. And so this idea that conflict equals bad is actually a very dysfunctional way for us to grow up because what it leads to is just constantly avoiding it, right? Right. So we're going to move on now to what we want to be doing instead, right? So what are three real solutions that we want you guys to try to implement into your lives? Uh, and number one is that we really want to create awareness and intentionality around actively respecting our spouses, right? So I, I think a lot of times in marriage, there's this idea of, you know, oh, my wife knows that I respect her or my mm-hmm. husband knows that I respect him, which is just a load of baloney, right? That's story. We're assuming. Yeah, the story you're making up in your head about it is not always true. So it's really powerful to actively show appreciation and gratitude and love your spouse and to celebrate them yeah and respect them in those ways but not only doing it to them personally and intimately which is important Mm -hmm. but even further than that doing it in front of your kids Mm -hmm. right so moving to a place where you're actually around the dinner table or hey kids i just want to tell you something you know today what happened with your mom and how much of an impact she has on my life and how important she is to me and then expressing that and it might sound totally weird at first because maybe you're not used to doing it but i think as you continue to model that you create this you know, environment where people are constantly focusing on what's going really well and appreciating each other, which leads to powerful and deep connection. Absolutely. 
Um, the second thing we want to start doing is showing emotional and physical connection in front of our kids. So this can look like touching or kissing or just even supporting our spouse when they're going through something, caretaking, you know, when, when they're sick, you know, how are you treating your spouse when they're sick? Are you, are you going and giving them soup in bed or making sure that they have the (laughs) Tylenol or things like that? So really showing your kids how much you care for your partner, how much you love them, how much you can't resist them by, by being physical in front of them and by taking care of them and supporting them when things aren't going their way. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's really important to be able to gross out your kids every single day, right? This is something Kate and I do all the time, but the reality is, is that you know, you want to be able to be physically affection, affectionate in front of your kids in a healthy way, right? Mm-hmm. Not in inappropriate ways where we're using each other's sexual objects. Exactly. But, you know, that can be kept for the bedroom. But I do think <laughs> it's really important for our kids to see what healthy affection is like because right. they might not understand in the moment and it might be gross to them now, but they're going to remember that when they're old and they're going to say, I remember how in love my parents were, right? Right. They were always kissing each other. And even then, right. I, I want to be old and gray still doing that. I want to be grossing out my grandkids eventually. <laughs> right. And so I, I think it's really important for us to be showing this physical, this emotional connection with our spouse in front of our kids despite making them a little bit uncomfortable because it is very healthy to do that. Yeah, and and they'll eventually become like our kids. They don't even see us kissing anymore. They see us kissing and they stand there waiting for us to be done. And then they're like, are you done? Okay, mommy. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes they'll even join us and they'll come and make a sandwich and they'll get between yeah. us and love us and, yeah. and get involved in the affection, which I think is really healthy when done in healthy, appropriate ways. Exactly, and showing them a respectful way to be affectionate with somebody. Yeah. And then the third thing, you know, we already talked about this idea of avoiding conflict, but I think it's really important to see conflict as a healthy thing, right? Kate and I are fully open that our marriage will always have conflict in one Mm -hmm. way or another, right? We will never get to a point where there's no conflict. Uh, If we don't have conflict, it's because we're avoiding some sort of growth and some sort of connection, right? Um, I love, you know, the Gottman's rule around this, you know, the five to one rule, where it's like you want to have five really healthy interactions to every one unhealthy interaction. And that's the example of a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. This idea that there is no going to be no conflict, that's a pipe dream. And it's actually quite dysfunctional in a relationship. It leads to a lot of avoidance. So we want to get to a place where we are showing our kids and explaining to them that, you know, mom and dad, we are going to have these conflicts. That's the point of being married. You're not always going to agree, but it's how you respect each other and are kind to each other in these moments that really helps you grow as a couple. Exactly. And then especially if the conflict was in front of your kids or the disagreement was in front of the kids, always remembering to come back together to resolve that conflict in front of them, showing them those steps to, you know, healing and coming back after conflict. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So, you know, I think if you were to take away one huge idea uh, in this podcast, um, we really want to leave you with this idea that our kids will create what they experience, Mm -hmm. right? That's super important to understand. And I think, you know, I always think about the lighthouse versus the tugboat analogy, which I think is really powerful. Um, You know, the the lighthouse and the tugboat, they serve the same purpose, right? They bring ships to shore, right? Except they do it in totally different ways. And I think a lot of times as parents, we show up as tugboats, right? We're going out there, we're trying to control our kids who are the ships, we're telling them what to Mm -hmm. do, how to act, how to do things in order to become healthy adults. 
And we forget that we could probably do it much more efficiently and much more impactful by being a lighthouse. A lighthouse doesn't go out and find ships, doesn't go out and try to solve problems. All it does is continue to shine as bright as it possibly can through no matter what the weather is and focus on how it can be the healthiest version of itself. And then when the ships are ready, they will continue to gravitate towards the lighthouse. Exactly. And so I think it's super important to think about that analogy that we always want to be showing up and asking ourselves, right, by looking in the mirror. How am I showing up? How am I modeling what a healthy husband or wife looks like? You know, one of the big questions that Kate and I often ask couples is, you know, the way you are acting now in your marriage, is that someone that you would want your daughter to marry? Is that someone that you would want your son to marry? Yeah, or even turning it around. Is the way you're treating your spouse the way you want your child to treat their spouse? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it the way that they should be showing up for their wife or their husband? So remembering that you have a huge impact on the way they see relationships and on the way they are going to be in a relationship in 10, 20, 30 years, however yeah. long, however old your kids are. And because what we realized in our marriage, you know, Kate and I, three years ago when we were very unhealthy in our mm-hmm. marriage, um, it was quite dysfunctional. We were modeling, you know, Kate was modeling behavior as a woman, as a wife, that it's totally okay to be walked all over by your yeah. husband and yeah. be belittled and emotionally abused and all this stuff, right? And, you know, I was modeling behavior where it's totally okay to not get involved as a husband and just hang out on the sidelines and complain about life and that, you know, that's that's what it's like to be married to someone. Right. And so our kids were looking at this picture and realizing, oh, I guess that's how I'm going to grow up to be. Mm-hmm. And so it was really important for us to start thinking about how are we showing up and what example are we giving to our kids of what it's like to be a healthy husband or a healthy wife. Yeah. And to us, it's so important for them to grow up to be not only just respectful people in society, but really show up in a loving, caring, supportive, respectful way in their own relationships, in their own home, because truly it is the most important relationship in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you can't show up properly for that one, it really has an effect on all the other relationships in your life. Yeah, I love that. So what are we, uh, what are we encouraging listeners? Let us encourage our listeners and us, let's do it because Eric and I, let's be honest here, we've been disconnected with everything going on lately. Mm-hmm. Um, let's gross out our kids. Let's be weird and do things that are grossing them out. Lots it's of kissing, weird. lots of hugging. <laughs> it's just weird to me. <laughs> lots of healthy physical and emotional connection. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's what we want. So for me, I'm really going to work on not only accepting PDA, but really showing you and, and telling you how much I love you in front of the kids, praising you and, and celebrating you as I love the that. amazing husband you are because I do love you so much. I'm throwing out all my pants after this podcast and I'm only walking around with underwear <laughs> for the next six weeks. <laughs> Got to create the environment, you know? God, yes. <laughs> all right, guys. So that's it for us. Uh, for everything we do, check us out at evolvemarriage.com. Uh, If you guys are looking for coaching, feel free to reach out. Uh, We have a coaching page right on our website. Uh, I work specifically with men who struggle with communicating about intimacy in order to have deeper emotional, physical, and sexual intimacy in their marriage. Um, But for everything we do, uh, just check us out at evolvemarriage.com. And thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you for being here. Talk to you soon. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.